Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 15 by George Builder. Chapter 29 One Monday morning, many months later there is nothing better than waking up snuggled up to the backside of your lover, except maybe waking up with her lips wrapped around your cock, humming happily. Morning, baby, Brit said as well as you can with a mouth full of hard-on. Morn. I stuttered as she took me all the way into her throat and did that swallowing thing. She played with my balls as she sucked happily on her favorite toy. Now about 75% awake, I reached over and found her perfect ass within easy reach and ran my hand over her smooth firmness. She sighed with her mouth full, an interesting sensation, and threw her right leg over my chest giving me easy access and a spectacular view. Her pussy lips were tight but damp and her rosy pucker stared back at me, winking occasionally. I let me fingers wander, teasing my favorite pussy, painting her lips with the nectar that seeped out from within. Mmm, yes baby, she whispered, stroking my slick cock as my index finger invaded her sweet pussy. She sucked on the tip of my cock, her tongue teasing the slit, her hand wrapped tight and riding up and down my length. I love this fucking cock. She moaned as I slipped a second finger inside and let her feel my thumb slipping down toward her protruding clit. Her body stiffened as she anticipated my touch. You could see her ass cheeks get taut. I paused to watch her juices trickle to her trigger as I worked my digits in and out slowly. Come on baby, don't tease. She moaned lightly, taking a loving nip at the crown of my cock as it nestled between her kissable lips. Okay lover, here it comes. Her hungry pussy sucked my fingers as I pressed lightly on her clit. She gasped, my cock slipping into her mouth as she dropped her head her orgasm hitting her like the crack of a whip, sharp and fast. Only my cock at the back of her throat kept her from crying out as the shock ran up her spine. I held my ground, slowly fingering her pussy as she found her breath and lifted her head off my stiff dick. Shit babe. Her head resting on my thigh, watching her saliva-covered hand continue to stroke me. That happened fast. Must have been an aftershock from last night. Unha. Was all I could muster as I lay there with my eyes closed. Your cock is so perfect, she whispered. I could feel her breath on my dick as she continued to stroke it slowly, covering its entire length. So pretty, she continued, gathering the now constant trickle of pre-cum that percolated from the tip. And talented too. Switching to just her thumb and index finger, she snugged up her grip and I shivered at the new feeling. It knows just where to touch me inside. I thought it was cute the way she talked as though I didn't really have much to do with the whole operation. She continued, the tight ring of her fingers bumping the ridge of my crown and stuck there, too tight to pop over. I immediately thought of how it felt just like her tight ass, how when I managed to coax my cock in, the tip squeezing through, her ass clamps down, not allowing me out until she was done with me. I shivered once again and my cock jerked in her grasp. Oh baby, she said with a sexy moan. I can feel your cock getting thicker when you're in my ass and you're ready to fill me with your hot cum. She continued with just the two fingers, tighter yet. Yes, baby, I feel you getting bigger inside me, deep inside my ass. I felt her pussy tighten on my fingers which now just languished inside her. I felt bad for a second, 
like I had neglected her, and moved my fingers slightly. Her talented pussy clamped down tight. Message received. Brit inched up and I felt the tip of her tongue teasing the very tip of my swelling member. My cock lurched again, swelling till her hold was almost painful. Oh, fuck me, George. Fuck my ass, give me your cum. I want all your cum deep in my ass, fuck me, baby. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, baby, I can feel it. Your cock is so big in my tiny ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. For all my cock knew, I was balls deep in my lover's ass. My cock exploded as she continued to fuck me. Brit grunted as each round spewed from deep within and only when one shot landed on my lips and she began to giggle did I snap out of my dream state. She continued to pump my prick like a greedy Texan trying to get the very last drop out of a dry well. I leaned up and grabbed her wrist to bring her ambitious endeavor to a halt and I carefully opened my eyes. I hear that shit burns if you get it in your eyes. I opened my mouth to say something when I felt the big wad of my own come on my lips. I tasted my stuff before. Early on I only thought it was fair as my girls never resisted sharing their own essence. Just as the tip of my tongue reached out, Brit said, Here, let me help you with that. She spun, wrenching my fingers out of her relaxed pussy. Ah. I moaned in protest until her lips met mine. Now prone and resting square on me, she squirmed and moaned in our kiss. I felt a sticky wetness, realizing that most of my load had been directed onto my belly and her chest, and Brit was taking great delight in smearing it all over both of us. Hey, I managed to say as I grabbed her ass with both hands, trying to get her attention. She stopped long enough to push herself up to look me in the eyes. Her hips stayed in motion, and I could feel her wetness at the root of my cock as she rubbed up against me. What? She asked with that innocent little girl look. It's good for your skin, all kinds of nutrients and stuff. Yeah, whatever. I said in reply before catching her off guard and rolling her over onto her back. Straddling her hips, I sat up and looked down at her. First thing in the morning, hair disheveled, no makeup, come drying on her perfect tits, she looked absolutely stunning, beautiful. My dick started to get hard again just looking at her. She smiled as she looked down, feeling the effect she has on me. I returned the smile and scooched back as I took her hands and pulled her upright and wrapped my arms around her. I love you so fucking much. I said with a little hitch in my voice. Her deep blue eyes glistened as she caught a breath and replied, God, I love you too. Our lips met and parted and our tongues meshed as we shared a deep, loving kiss. I ran my fingers through her beautiful blonde hair as she held my head in both her hands as though we thought the other would break our bond. Only because we began to run out of air and were becoming lightheaded, we broke the seal and leaning our heads on each other's shoulders, we fought to catch our breath. That was the best hand job I've ever had. I half panted in her ear, squeezing her a bit tighter. Yeah, pretty fucking good, huh? She giggled lightly before sticking her tongue in my ear. Oh. She yelped as she felt my cock respond to her oral interaction, only driving her to repeat the process. In self-defense, I leaned over and we tumbled onto our sides, nearly off the edge of the bed. We just lay there, looking into each other's eyes and I felt my heart race. I am so helplessly in love with this woman. Brit sighed and said, I love you more. She giggled as my eyes must have gotten bigger. I can so read your mind, mister, and your heart. Running her fingers over my chest. I just laid there, kind of dumbfounded. I don't know why. Brit never fails to amaze me and I thank whoever's in charge, every single day, for bringing us together. You know. She said, breaking me from my reverie once more. I am so glad that you are full-time with our business now, cause I get to wake up with you every morning. 
I hated it when you had to leave early and I was left all alone in our big old bed. She said, trying to pout like a little girl. It wasn't working. Yeah, it must have been tough. I answered sarcastically. Having to go into the next room and slip into bed between your two beautiful friends. They're soft, supple, sexy, warm bodies, just waiting there for you to snuggle with. Yeah, that would be terrible. I couldn't hold back a big smile as she broke up and started to try and tickle me. Smartass. She laughed, taking a sweat at my bare ass as I vaulted off the bed and headed to the bathroom. Pardon me. I said over my shoulder as I made it through the door. I gotta pee. And I really did. It's usually the first order of business after waking with my morning wood playing hide and seek between Brit's butt cheeks. We go to sleep in that position and 99 times out of a 100. We wake up there, not having moved an inch. I made it there just in time and flipped the lid up and then put my hand on the back wall and braced. Not because the force from my big hose was likely to blow me backwards, but because on cue, the love of my life slammed against my back, wrapped her arms around me, latched onto my cock and played fireman. Giggling, she never tires of playing, leaning around to watch the golden stream make patterns in the blue-hued water. All done? She asked when the flow was depleted. Yes, dear. I sighed, like I was bored with the whole thing. Brit knew better as she giggled and counted. One, shake, two, shake, three, shake. There, all done, she said proudly, my cock still in her hand. She squeezed lightly and tried to get a rise out of me. I turned and scooped her up in my arms, one under her back, the other under her butt. Come on, little girl, playtime's over. You've got this stuff all over us, so now we have to take a shower. I tried to make it sound like it was a real imposition and some kind of dreadful chore, but after sex, it was about the most fun one can have, well, with your clothes off. Sorry, daddy, she said in her sexy little girl lilt, just muffling her excited giggle. She wrapped her arms around my neck as I struggled to pull the door open, no easy task with an armload of succulent, naked blonde. I stood her on her feet and went to the controls and opted for the regular wall-mounted, handheld shower. I heard Brit's heavy sigh behind me. The regular shower isn't nearly as fun as the overhead rain where the water falls from the sky and everything from a gentle mist to a frog-strangling deluge. There is something special about configuring the rain where it really feels like a warm summer shower, gentle with big drops. At the twinkling of the simulated stars above, and it's about as relaxing and erotic as a shower can be. Across the way is a rock wall that when activated becomes a cascading waterfall that recirculates a stupid amount of water. Not really the most efficient way to shower, but until you've made love under a waterfall, well you just need to try it. Ninety degrees to that is what I consider a bit of an engineering marvel, if I do say so myself. With more fully adjustable, rotating, pulsing, whatever you can dream of, jets on the wall than you care to count, is the area that the girls have come to call the holy shit wall. With a little practice and patience, one can program the wall to do about anything your twisted little mind can come up with. If the Bellagio had a suite with this setup they could name their price and never have it vacant. More than once I have come home to find one of the girls all alone in the shower and watched as they collapsed on the floor after the wall had done its job. The room is also a wet sauna, but I've never been that happy with it because it is just too bloody big to really be that efficient. The happy accident is that you can create a near-London-like fog and making love on some cushions in a body-slickening fog is a lot of fun. Anyway, this was just going to be a plain old shower, yeah, right. Come here, little one, I said, directing the head. I'll do you and then you can do me. She gave me a mischievous grin and slowly sauntered her way to me. Okay, daddy, she said softly. 
We enjoy this role-playing thing and more than once it has led to some mind-blowing sex. Her innocent little girl routine is by far my favorite, but you have to overlook the fact that this little girl is about 5 foot 7 and I'm guessing about 130 pounds. Her legs are these incredibly sculpted models of perfection, but not too overly muscled. Her butt is spectacular, two perfectly matched hemispheres of firm but supple flesh, the perfect handhold. Her tight ass crack ends at the small of her back, a sweet spot that has always fascinated me. She also has those two dimples on her lower back that catch your eye when you check out her backside. The rest of her back is somewhat spectacular also, strong but still very feminine. Flip her over and where those long limbs intersect is my idea of heaven. In an unexcited state, which doesn't occur often, her girlish pussy is a mere slit in a plump, puffy mound, smooth and soft. Free of hair, it is a tongue's delight and with each lick, her inner lips react, sneaking out from within. Before long, her sweet nectar begins to percolate to the surface, manna from heaven. Moving north, her tummy is flat and firm with a cute belly button that just beckons to be licked. Still in licking mode, you sample your way up until you reach a deep valley. On either side are beautifully sculpted breasts topped with nipples that stiffen at the slightest touch. Her long neck loves to be kissed and nibbled at, and her lips are soft and sweet. I'm ripped from my mental inventory, as she wraps her arms around me from behind and proceeds to work the body wash covered cloth over my belly and chest. She drops to her knees and gives my legs the once-over, purposely ignoring my burgeoning hard-on, but not missing the opportunity to give each but check a little nip. Peppering my backside with kisses, she stands behind me again and hugs me tight to her lush body. Turn, she whispers in a husky tone. Obeying, we are now nose to nose, or nearly so, as I have about five or six inches on her. Tilting my head down, my lips seek out hers and we kiss deeply before she resumes. She nibbles at the front as her hands scrub the back. Working downward until she is on her knees once more, she is now eyeball to cock. She gives her favorite plaything a little peck on the head before leaning in and resting her lips on my hip. My cock slides across her cheek, under her ear and through her wet hair. I shiver as I feel both her soft hands on my ass. She has abandoned the washcloth, her soapy fingers slipping between my cheeks. Nibbling near the base of my cock, her fingers delve deep until she lands a finger on my puckered asshole. I suck in a breath as I feel her probe slightly, my cock throbbing against her face. I nearly lose it as she slips deeper within, working her finger in and out of my ass. Only when I hear a strangled groan do I realize that I have her head in both of my hands, fingers wound and wet, blonde locks, holding her tight. Okay, that's enough. I moaned as I slipped my hands under her arms and pulled her upright. Her finger popped out of my ass on the way up and I felt empty for a second. She smiled at me as I pulled her upright. Now behave and give me the washcloth, I said, holding out my hand. She smiled again and pointed to where it lay on the floor. I groaned in protest as I bent over to pick up the cloth, knowingly leaving my backside open to one last fondling. Britt didn't disappoint, sliding her hand down my ass and giving the boys a loving squeeze. All right, I said cloth and soap in hand. Turn, indicated by my motioning hand. Britt smiled big as she obediently spun till her backside was facing me. I followed her lead and worked my way from top to bottom pausing to worship at the altar that is her but as I washed her legs. Back on my feet, I leaned in and pulled her hair aside and nibbled at her ear. Turn, I whispered. She turned slowly as I nibbled at her neck, her head thrown back, long blonde hair hanging nearly to her butt. My lips found hers as I ran the soapy fabric over her long back and sides. Releasing her pouting lips, I worked my way down to my knees, 
kissing each nipple as I descended. Brit shivered as she felt my hands on her ass cheeks, knowing what was to come. I planted kisses on her lower belly and hips as I worked my hands deeper into the slick crevasse. My lover audibly purred, her fingers laced through my hair. Her purrs became louder as my wandering digits approached their intended target. Her nails grazed my scalp. My middle finger found its mark and Brit moaned as I ran my fingertip over her pink pucker. Her ass began to wiggle, hoping to help my finger along. I gripped her butt tighter and slipped my fingertip into her wanting ass. Her grip in my hair loosened slightly in response to my entry and instead of the teasing she gave my cock earlier, with just a passing peck on the head, I opted for the polar opposite. Craning my neck and bowing my back, I locked her pussy between my lips and sucked, drawing her clit out and flicking it with my tongue. My long middle finger effortlessly slipped deep into her hot ass as another bullet-fast orgasm ripped through her. I wiggled my finger in her ass as I contorted myself further, slipping my tongue inside her sweet pussy and lapped at her creamy goodness. Her body quaked once more as she got another firm hold on my head and rode out the waves that kept coming. I slowly let my finger be pushed out of her rippling asshole as her body slowly relaxed. Back on firm footing, I eased back up off my aching knees and took her in my arms and held her tight. I kissed the top of her wet head as she rested her head on my chest and caught her breath. Britt mumbled something that sounded like, I'm quitting school, but that made no sense in the present context. I ran my fingers through her hair and tilted her head back to look into her deep blue eyes. What was that? I asked. I'm quitting school, she repeated, more clearly and I thought I caught the telltale glint in her eye that always forewarned me of a hammer about to fall. What? Why? I stammered, pushing her away slightly. She smiled and then leaned in and hugged me tight. So I could get this all day, anytime I want it. You don't know how hard it is for me to go to school knowing that you are here and I could be having this. Wrapping her hand around my flaccid cock. Instead of listening to some boring professor droning on and on. You're not serious, are you? Feeling myself harden in her grasp. No, I guess not. She sighed, giving me one last hug before stepping back and gazing down at my stiff cock. It's just hard to leave sometimes. She giggled, as I flexed my cock, making it jump. She turned and squinted to look at the clock through the foggy shower windows. Crap, I've got to leave soon and I still need to wash my hair and dry it. She said, turning back with a smile, one that translated to, You need to wash and dry my hair. All right, I said, giving her a little slap on the ass, making her jump. Let's get with it then. The hair washing and drying was pretty uneventful, although she did manage to keep me hard throughout the whole process. Odd, I said as I turned off the industrial hairdryer and gave her another loving sweat on her bare butt. We haven't seen the girls this morning. I looked at the clock. They must already have left. Yeah, Britt said, turning to me and giving me a thank you kiss and a couple more long strokes on my tormented member. They waved goodbye when you were on your knees kissing my ass. She giggled. I tried to give her another sweat on the butt but she dodged me and ran out of the room naked and laughing. I walked into the bedroom, still naked and hard as she was pulling on the last of her uncommonly conservative clothes. She sighed as she looked longingly at my hard-on. I'd love to stay and help you with that babe. She said, almost sounding sincere. But I've got an advanced econ class that I can't be late for. She leaned in wrapping her soft hand around my cock once more and gave me a deep kiss before stepping back, my cock still in her hand. I'll take care of this when I get back, giving me a couple more long strokes that took me right to the edge once more. Yeah, thanks, I said in a not-so-happy tone. She smiled and then skipped out the door. 
mid-morning asterisk asterisk somehow I managed to avoid just going ahead and finishing what Brit had started. More than once, wandering around naked in the kitchen making my breakfast, my mind strayed as I looked around and replayed the many times that more love than food had been made in this room. Brit standing, splayed up against the cold stainless steel refrigerator, me buried deep in her tight ass. Gina, flat on her back, legs up in the air on the island cabinet, my cock pounding away at her hungry snatch. Or little Kate, riding my cock while I sat on the bar stool, my hands gripping her tiny ass, her long black hair flailing wildly as she pounded out multiple orgasms. Only the ringing of myself kept me from closing my eyes and just rubbing one out, spewing cum who knows where. I quickly let go of my throbbing heart on and picked up the phone. Red brick photography, George speaking. I managed to say, sounding somewhat coherent. Hey stud. Came the sexy voice of my favorite redhead. My cock heard her too. Hey Becky. I managed to grunt out as my brain flipped to last week when Becky showed up early to pick up some prints for her aunt, and we ended up naked in the kitchen and I had her bent over the counter. My cock buried deep in her cunt when Britt walked in and caught us in the act. Without a word, my lover stripped off her clothes, vaulted up onto the counter, sat with legs spread in front of Becky and had the redhead eat her pussy while I continued on until I let loose a load that sent Becky into convulsions which triggered Brit to let loose with an expletive-rich orgasm of her own. Uh, George baby, are you still there? Huh, oh sorry, my mind just wandered for a bit there. So what can I do for the sexiest redhead in town? Well, she laughed. I should probably have just talked to Brit about this because she does handle your social calendar and all. Anyway, it dawned on us, my aunt and I, that you and the girls don't have any real family in town and with Thanksgiving just around the corner, well, we thought we should just invite you all over to have Thanksgiving with us. Well, that's very nice of you and I think I can say, without much fear of an eschewing from my social secretary, that we would be more than happy to join you. Of course, we'll need to bring something to know. Will football watching be allowed? Huh, she said. And Virginia will have more than one TV on, and she already has her bets placed for all the games. It'll be all I can do to get her to the table to have dinner. That sounds like Ginny. I laughed. So I forgot to ask, how did she like those last prints? Not as much as I liked coming to pick them up, she said in a sexy groan. And Virginia accused me of slipping off and going riding while I was out. I guess I was walking sort of funny. I didn't tell her it was you that rode me. Fuck, I can still feel you coming inside me while I had a mouth full of Brit's pussy. Yeah, I was just thinking about that too. My hand wrapped around my cock once more. Back to the photos. Were they what Ginny wanted? Oh yeah, they were perfect. We have an ad coming out next week for the holiday, and she wanted a couple nice prints for the wall behind the counter from the ad. Anyway, she paused. So we can count on you for Thanksgiving? We wouldn't miss it and thank Ginny for thinking of us. Oh, and you too. I'll pass it on to Aunt Virginia. She'll be happy to see you guys again, but mostly you. She paused again to let that sink in. Since the shoot at the ranch and our little video gift to her, she is always asking about you and the girls and whether I've seen you lately. We had dinner a couple nights ago and she may have had one too many glasses of wine. Anyway, she started talking about the past, you know, reminiscing about the good old days. It almost got a little embarrassing when she started in on all the fun she had in college and all the boys she'd been with. I mean she started getting real graphic, you know. Well she almost blew it when she was describing this one guy and made a comparison to George and then she blushed and quickly changed the subject. I'm sure she was talking about you. Ah jeez. I moaned, wiping my hand over my face. Dare I ask what the comparison entailed? Well, 
She laughed. Let's just leave it at her fantasizing about how it would be to have George bending her over the hood of a 66 Pontiac instead of her college team's quarterback. Oh God. I grimaced, my cock now deflated. Well, maybe there was another George in her class, you know, maybe a big old lineman. Nice try there, stud. She giggled. I didn't just call to ask about Thanksgiving. I thought you'd like to know that yesterday I finally found where my horny aunt had filed away those videos. She had them filed about 18 layers deep in an old folder with ranch documents from when they bought the place. Well, hell, I guess we knew all along that she had them. So I have to ask, cause the girls will want to know, how did they turn out? Oh, I've already burned a copy for me and another for you guys, so you'll get to see for yourselves. But yeah, it's pretty fucking hot. Katie'll be all over them cause it's like voyeur porn and I'm sure Virginia's real happy that she upgraded the cameras when she did. Wait until you see some of the close-ups she got when we were up on the loft that last day. Fuck, I'm getting wet just thinking about it again. I could hear the hitch in her voice and my cock also flashed back to that memorable morning. So how about when I stared up at the camera and winked? How did that turn out? I asked, ignoring my half-hard cock. Oh yeah, that's the funniest part. Becky said, her voice back in control. In the folder, there are a bunch of, what do you call them, screen grabs. You know, where they make a picture out of one of the video frames. Very good. I praised her. That's basically it. So what about them? Well, I don't know how you do it, or how long it takes to edit them and all that, but she has some real pornographic shots of all of us, and then there is one, kind of like a portrait, of you looking up into the camera and winking. I mean it's not dirty or anything but you look really sexy. I'll bet that if her computer was more private, you'd be her wallpaper. Well, that's flattering, I guess. Anyway, I'll let the girls know of your discovery and about Thanksgiving. I know they'll be anxious to see the video. Yeah, I'd bring it over tonight, but I have to close and the rest of the week we have a lot of inventory coming in for the holidays, so I'm not sure when I'll see you guys next, but at least I have my copy to get off until then. Shit, I'm so fucking horny now. Why do you guys have to be all the way across the county? Yeah. I half laughed. Well, if helps you any, I'm standing here naked in the kitchen with a heart on and no one to do anything with it. Ah, fuck me. She moaned. You, me, Brit, in the kitchen last week. Fuck, I gotta go. Love you. Click. I just looked at the phone and smiled. Just after noon I convinced my cock that I really did need to get some work done and here I sat at my desk in a pair of shorts and a tee going over the upcoming calendar. The rest of the day was open, but the remainder of the week was just slammed. Since finishing up the construction projects from my ex-employer, who was now enjoying life on a tropical island somewhere, the photography business had really taken off, thank God. We'd finished up the car calendar and I was expecting to get my advance copy any day now. It had turned out very well and the publisher was already talking about a couple projects for next year. The private pics we took during the same shoot were residing on the computer and multiple backups. I wasn't sure what we would eventually do with them, but every so often, I would pull them up and scroll through them, bringing up some early cock-stiffening memories. Beautiful cars, beautiful naked women and mind-blowing sex, good times. Back to the calendar. I looked at what was on for tomorrow and I saw I had some portraits to shoot for a local television news program. Every so often, they like to change up their publicity shots, and with the holidays coming, it was that time again. I looked at the list and the shoots were scattered throughout the late morning and early afternoon. They were the anchors, a good-looking middle-aged man that had been in the business for a while and his co-anchor, a beautiful woman whose age I dare not guess, who I'd seen covering the local news for a number of years. She had a beautiful smile, 
just a bit crooked, and lips that looked like they'd be fun to kiss. Next was the rather obnoxious sports guy, who if you asked me over a couple of beers at the local sports bar, I really didn't think much of. Pompous and carrying enough weight to make a blocker happy, I thought it was probably a waste of time and money to try to make this guy look any more appealing, but what the hell, I like a challenge. Lastly there was the weather girl, excuse me, the meteorologist. As on nearly every local network, this meteorologist was a real looker. No more than 22 or 23, she was a buxom, and I do mean buxom blonde with short hair and the cutest little button nose. I have no idea how tall she is, because, well you know, you never can tell on TV and I'll admit I was anxious to meet her. On more than one occasion while watching the evening news, Brit said that she'd do the weather girl in a heartbeat. The phone rang just as my mind was constructing the fantasy of my girl ravishing the big-tid weather girl on the set of the evening news. Red Brick Photography, George speaking. Is this George, that handsome stud that takes all those beautiful pictures of cars and naked women? She almost had me fooled. I couldn't nail down the accent, but Brit was evidently calling from inside a trash can because even as she talked softly, her voice echoed in my ear. I decided to play along. Ah, uh, this is George, the owner of Red Brick. Can I ask who's calling? Well, my name is Victoria, but my friends call me Vicky and I hope we can be friends. Her accent and demeanor never faltered. This girl was really something. Okay, Victoria, Air Vicky, what can I help you with? Well, an acquaintance of mine told me about you and she showed me some examples of your work and, well, I wanted to talk to you about securing your services for some, well, for some pictures that I'm thinking about having done. Brit was doing an Oscar-worthy job and I was more than willing to play the co-starring role. So, Vicky, what would be the subject matter of the work? Are we talking business or personal photos? Well, she paused slightly. I could hear the gears turning. I guess you'd call it a little of both. You see, I fancy myself a bit of an artist. I paint, oils mostly. It's more of a hobby right now, but many people think I'm quite good, so I'm playing with the idea of turning my hobby into a business as it were. This was all sounding a bit familiar, as it was the same path I had taken in the not-so-distant past. So how can I help you? I asked. I'm not very handy with a brush. I kidded. Oh. She giggled and I now knew for sure that it was Brit on the other end. I guess I should explain. I paint mostly people, you know, portraits and such, and I'm not all that fast and I can't have my models sitting around posing for me, so I usually just use photographs to work from. Okay, that makes sense. I replied, but you don't really need that good a photograph to work from, I wouldn't think. Not that I wouldn't like to work for you, but couldn't you get a good enough image shooting it yourself? I was having fun now, waiting to see where my playful lover would take this. Yes, well, on this particular series of paintings I'm thinking of, they'll be more like self-portraits. Again, I said, I'm not trying to chase away a client, but couldn't you just shoot yourself posing in a mirror? People do it all the time and admittedly, it's not what I would call a professional approach, but I think it would be sufficient for what you are talking about. I heard her let out an exhausted sigh. I had her on the ropes. Honestly, she said with a bit of resignation in her voice, even though I teach art at the university, I'm not all that creative when it comes to poses and such. Whenever I work with a model, it seems that they look, well, posed, not natural. I've seen some of your work and, well, I have to admit, you make the women look so natural and comfortable and that's what I'm looking for. And since I am also the model, I don't know, it just seems like it would be easier to have you set the poses for me. Well, I guess that makes perfect sense, so when would you like to do this? I happen to be looking at my calendar right now. 
Before we set anything up, I should tell you a few other things. She said with somewhat placed trepidation in her voice. Firstly, she said, taking a deep breath, the paintings will be nudes and well, some quite graphic and detailed. Okay, I replied cautiously. Also, I would like to bring the male into some of the work, also nude. Is that a problem? Not at all. I answered confidently. Male, female, it's all about the picture. Well, she paused again. Like I said, what I have in mind is fairly graphic and, uh, how can I explain it? Sexy but sexual, erotic but certainly not pornographic. Does that make any sense? Yes. I played along. We've done similar projects in the past. Yes, well, I've seen some of those that you have done also, along with some that were, well, how do I put it, quite erotic and highly sexual. In fact, that brings me to my next concern. Well, not really a concern so much as a request. I don't know if it is appropriate that I even ask, but if I don't ask, then I guess I'll never know the answer. Firstly, I replied, I don't want you to be afraid to ask me anything. I'm pretty sure you won't surprise me. Second, can I ask who recommended us and where you saw some of our work? If you really saw the type of photos I think you're talking about, then this person must be a really good friend of yours. Because everything we do is confidential unless we have a signed release and as far as I know, nothing of the nature you are describing has ever been public. Yes, well, if you must know, the person that showed me some examples of your work is a student of mine. And that brings me to the question I don't really know how to ask, but here goes, would you consider being my male model? I paused for dramatic effect and I could visualize Brit on the other end, just eating up the fact that so far, she was getting away with her little charade. I'm flattered that you would want me as a model, but honestly, I'm not that special and I'm not sure that I want my likeness, nude or otherwise hanging in a gallery somewhere. Oh, I'm sorry. And I could hear the enthusiasm in her voice, really getting into character. I should have explained earlier. These are more like body studies. There are not any faces, or heads for that matter. In all honesty, I've never thought my honest-to-God portraits were all that lifelike. I have had a lot of students that put me to shame in that category. No, I'm more interested in the parts and pieces and well, from what I have seen, you have some very nice pieces. I was really impressed as I could almost hear my girl blush over the phone. So, I said, anxious to see how she would follow my lead. Exactly what pieces did you think were so nice? Oh, oh, I, well, yes, I guess that, well, I was quite impressed by your back, so muscular and a perfect shape, you know, narrow at the waist and broad at the shoulders. Anything besides my back? Well, your abs look quite nice, a bit of a six-pack as they say, but not overly developed. I'm sorry, was that all right? I'm not saying that you aren't fit, no, to the contrary, you look fabulous, and you're co, she said haltingly. I mean you're, uh, well, your penis is, well, it's beautiful. Okay, I said, trying not to laugh or maybe applaud. So if I agree to the shoot, what kind of poses or situations do you have in mind? And now that I think about it, and not that I worry about the photographs getting out, but since you're not using the faces in the final product, would it be okay to just Photoshop the faces out of the photos? Oh, well, she answered, sounding a bit flustered by my questions. Yes, I guess that you can take the faces out of your pictures, although from what I saw, it would be a shame to do it to yours, I mean, you're quite handsome. But yes, I understand, if it makes you more comfortable, then you could make the pictures anonymous, at least as far as your face goes. And I heard a muffled giggle. She continued, As far as the type of poses I have in mind, well, I'm relying on you for the final placement but I have in mind to show the male and female forms in more, shall we say, heightened states of sexual arousal. Oh, I said bluntly.
So I'll have to have a hard-on for all the shots? Well, yes, she said curtly, trying to put a professional spin on the conversation. That's putting it a bit crudely, but yes, you should be in an aroused state. I looked at the clock and I couldn't quite believe how long we had been carrying on, so I figured I'd see how quickly I could make her crack. So, you said that you are going to be the female model? Well, yes. I can assure you that I have a quite adequate build for what I have in mind. She sounded almost indignant, offended that I would even imply she wouldn't be model appropriate. God, she is good. So if I'm to be, what was it, in an aroused state, then I take it you will be in a similar state. You know, pussy wet, nipples erect, that kind of thing? It hurt not to laugh and I could just imagine Brit's face at the moment. Well, I never. I mean, I do, yes, well erect and wet, yes, well of course, I'm striving for realism. I couldn't tell whether I really had her flustered or if she was really that good an actress. Okay, so let me just walk through this and make sure we're both on the same page here, okay? I imagine she nodded and I continued. So it'll just be the two of us, the male and female models and I'll also be the photographer for both of us? Yes. Okay, I'm not sure you've thought it all through, but I do have a very discreet remote shutter release that I can use when I'm shooting myself. I'm not sure how we will pull off the posing. But I'm guessing we can shoot wide as sharpness and definition probably isn't that important in this case. Yes, well, I do want the pictures to be crisp and clear. I may have to blow them up quite large to get the detail I want. Well, I guess I could set up the shots and you could bracket and frame the shot and shoot it yourself. That would probably work and we wouldn't need the remote. Yes, well, she stuttered. I think we'll need the remote for some of the shots. I don't understand, I replied, stifling a snicker. Well, both male and female will be represented in some of the paintings, so we'll need to pose together, she said with authority. Naked? Well, yes, that's the point, she replied. And excited? Well, yes. Hard cock and wet pussy? I said, determined to break her shell. Well, er, yes, I suppose, for realism and all, she replied in what I interpreted as an excited stutter. How close do you envision some of these poses being? I queried. And will there be close-ups? I'll need to make sure I have the proper lenses on hand. Yes, well, she said. I would like to get some closer shots, you know, both genitals in the same frame. I'm envisioning an entire story being told in the paintings where the viewer can fill in the blanks. I think it will be a very beautiful and erotic show. She ended sounding very proper and proud of her future endeavor. I had to break her. So how about fucking? Wouldn't that be the final shot? Or maybe me blowing my wad all over your slick pussy? You do shave, don't you? I like a smooth pussy. Well, sir, I never. I mean, no, there will be no penetration. That crosses the line into pornography and we'll have none of that. Jesus, she was good. She really sounded pissed and for a second I was afraid that I wasn't talking to Brit after all. And then I heard the telltale snicker. Yeah, I suppose you're right and I apologize. I said. And if we're being honest here... I'm starting to get a little excited here just thinking about the shoot. Yes, well, apology accepted and being equally honest, I'll admit to being a little damp down there myself. Somehow managing to giggle girlishly in whatever accent she'd conjured up. Anyway, I continued. I'm looking forward to working on this project with you and I'll be anxious to see how your paintings turn out. Yes, well, if it all goes as I envision it, it will be breathtaking and whispering now. Maybe a little naughty. Yeah, I laughed. I can only imagine and I have a pretty good imagination. I knew we were ready to draw the curtain closed and I had to give it one more shot. And Vicky? Yes, George? I want to apologize once more for my, 
Well, my intercourse suggestion. Again, apology accepted. Good, then maybe you'd consider me finger-fucking that hot pussy of yours while you jack me off onto your slick pussy for the final shot. George! She yelled into the phone. Brit! I replied, laughing my ass off, barely holding the phone to my ear. Why would you- Hey, wait a minute, you knew it was me. Yeah, baby. I was still laughing, trying to compose myself. When did you figure it out? Now sounding genuinely pissed off. Um, right after you started? I replied, hoping for the best. You asshole. She said, unable to control her own laughter. Why didn't you stop me? Honestly, if it wasn't for some little hitch or something in your voice, you were insanely believable. I really question whether you shouldn't be a drama major. Anyway, I didn't have anything pressing to do, so I let you go with it. I wanted to see how far it would go and I wasn't lying when I said I was sporting wood there in the end. Yeah, while well, my butt's gone to sleep, sitting her in the girl's room on a toilet with my finger buried in my cooch. I nearly came twice and I really didn't expect it to go this long. Yeah, well the bathroom explains the echo I noticed when you first called. I take it you didn't have any company while we were on the phone. No, she giggled. That would have fucked things up if a bunch of chattering girls were in the background. Yeah, but you had it covered with that bit about being an art teacher. Did you write this script or was it all off the cuff? Well, I had the first bit figured out in my head, but damn baby, you're the one with the acting skills. I was sure you didn't know it was me and I was starting to get a little pissed that you'd talk like that to a complete stranger. I could have reached through the phone and grabbed you by the cock when you suggested that you fuck Vicky for the final shot. Yeah, I thought I had you there, but you kept up your end. That was really pretty impressive in a twisted kind of way. I said. Yeah, that really was pretty hot. Say, do you still have your hand around that big gorgeous cock of yours? She asked in a husky tone. Why, yes. I replied stroking my heart on slowly as I awkwardly pushed my shorts down to my ankles. And do you still have your finger in your hot, tight, beautifully slick pussy? I've got three in there now, baby. Now on three, one, two, three, go. A couple minutes later, and it only took that long, with a lot of dirty talk before Brit came mere seconds before I did, but I had a bigger mess to clean up. We traded quick L love yous before she had to sprint off to her last class. Mid-afternoon I was still at my desk going over the long list of projects ahead of us and looking at the calendar trying to figure out how we would get it all crammed in. I looked up as the motor engaged to open the big sliding door on the warehouse on the street side. I stood up and watched as both Gina and Kate rolled in, the door closing behind them. Good afternoon, ladies. I shouted from above as they stepped out of their cars. Hey, George. They relied in perfect harmony, giggling afterwards. We're gonna change and then we'll be up. Gina, the Amazon princess proclaimed. Do you want anything from the kitchen? Nah, I've got my water up here, so I'm good. I replied. Okie dokie, we'll be up in a flash. Katie, the ebony-haired pixie replied with a big smile as they turned and went into the house. I guess I must have really be concentrating on figuring out my calendar as I was taken completely by surprise, forearms wrapped around my neck and chest and both ears being nibbled on and kissed. Hey girls. I yelped and then just let them have their fun. I did manage reach back and caress bare legs on both sides of my chair. Finished with their greeting, they took turns leaning over the arms of my chair and helping themselves to my lips and tongue. My hands drifted up the backs of their thighs and under the leg openings of the tiny terry cloth shorts they both wore along with little string bikini tops. I took them both in as they retrieved a couple chairs and sat on either side of me. Nice shorts, I commented as they took their seats and threw their feet up on my desk. 
I admired their toned limbs and painted toes which whittled to the point of distraction. Thanks, Gina replied, stretching out and getting comfortable. The tiny satin-like top, red as a tomato, did little but hide her nipples which poked proudly at the shiny material. Her full D's were all but on display and I unconsciously found myself licking my lips. She continued, We just got these in for the summer season down under. Leading Kate to giggle. Yeah. The little one continued. It'll be summer in places like Australia and Southern Africa while it's winter here and we've already taken a bunch of orders for down there. Isn't that cool? What was cool, but in my time, really hot, was the beautiful young thing seated to my right. Kate doesn't begin to reach five feet in height, but her body is perfectly proportioned, from head to pretty little toes. She mimicked her bedmate, stretching and twisting till she was comfortable and I was a little uncomfortable. Little Kate, too, has these incredibly proportioned legs and her bees are perfectly sized for her delicate frame and again, the bikini top just covered her nipples. I love side boob. So, do you like them? Gina asked, drawing my attention back to the left. She was pulling at the tiny strings that held the patch of cloth in place over her pencil diameter nipples. Uh, the shorts or your tits? I replied. Kate busted up in a fit of giggles. Gina never broke stride, continuing to work like a puppeteer with a marionette at the end of her strings. That's kind of silly question. I already know you love my titties. She continued with the greatest puppet show ever. You got me there. I said. Yeah, the shorts are cute, I guess. What makes them any different from other shorts? Well, Gina started, satisfied that her nipple covers were correctly situated. First, the fabric is really soft and very lightweight so they feel good on your bare skin and you don't have to wear them so tight because you're afraid they'll just fall off. Also, the fabric breathes well so they don't get so damn hot, like denim does. Yeah, and they're really cute, Katie added. I glanced over at her, and now she was fooling around with her bikini top. So, I couldn't help but notice, are the tops new too? Yeah, Gina growled, playing puppeteer once again. And they're a pain in the ass. I think the strings must be part elastic or something, because they just won't stay in place. The only way these will ever work is if you use nipple tape too, and I don't think I could convince anyone that these are so to die for that they would deal with tape. I agree, Kate said. They're sexy and all, but they aren't worth all this work. I'm glad they send us samples. She messed with it a little more, her nipples playing peek-boo. Ah, to hell with it, she said with frustration and then unceremoniously flipped them over her head and tossed them on the ground. I'll second that, Gina said, looking at little Kate's tits standing there all free and proud. In a flash, Gina had hers on the floor as well. Ah, uh, that's better, massaging her tits and tweaking her nipples. Like going to a tennis match, my head swiveled from left to right as the girls both now played with their tits, low moans and fidgeting. I reached down to adjust myself, and the girls caught me in the act. Hey, Gina said, bouncing out of her chair, standing beside me. We're both topless. I think it's only fair that you are too. Yeah, said Katie, now standing on my other side. I wasn't one to argue, so I stuck my hands in the air, and the girls giggled as they pulled my shirt over my head. There, that's better, Kate continued as she leaned into me. I love the way your chest hair tickles my titties, rubbing against me like a cat marking her territory. Yeah, Gina purred, leaning in to mark her side. It's the best when we make love in the missionary position his big cock fucking my tight little pussy while his chest hair rubs my nipples. I can almost come from just the titter rub, she said, her breathing a little ragged. Yeah, Kate moaned in my ear. But what makes it better is when he reaches underneath you and grabs your ass and then just fucks you silly, 
Shit, my pussy's wet now. Yeah, and now my cock was hard. I was just working my hands up each of their thighs when they both abruptly flopped back into their chairs. So what are you working on? Gina asked innocently, glancing down at the bulge in my shorts and holding back a grin. Well, I'm just looking at the calendar to see what's coming up. I tried in vain to make it look like they hadn't had any effect on me as Katie zeroed in on tomorrow. Hey, I forgot you were shooting those news people. What is that weather girl's name, you know, the cute blonde with the big old boobies? She asked. Uh, I'm thinking it's Crystal or something like that. I'm sure Britt wrote down who I'm shooting when she made the appointment. She has four one-hour blocks set up but I'm not sure who is coming when. I'll have to ask her when she gets home. I scrolled through the calendar and noticed the Thanksgiving holiday marked out. Hey, by the way, Becky called earlier and she and Ginny want us to have Thanksgiving with them. Oh, that's nice. Gina sighed. Everything okay? I asked, looking over, trying not to get distracted by her bare breasts. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just a little homesick, I guess. She sighed once more. Yeah, me too a little. Kate added. It's been over a year since I've seen my folks. Not that I'd trade anything for the summer we had. Glancing over at me and then down at my crotch. I flexed and she giggled as my cock pulsed in my shorts. She looked back at the calendar as her left hand strayed into my lap and squeezed my bulge. Yeah, I'm glad we stayed here too. Gina replied, continuing. What with the store and the online business, meeting George here. Reaching over and running her hand down my chest and stomach. And getting to share this. Her hand joining Kate's. Yeah, this has been about the best summer ever. It's been a summer I'll never forget. I added as my cock throbbed in their grasp. We all paused, lost in our reverie. The girls probably thinking about home, even though they continued to tease my heart on. Me, I was thinking, well shit, my brain was just a bucket of fog, all the blood having rushed due south. I looked at the calendar again and saw the December header. Hey, when is your Christmas break? The two of them still just stared straight ahead, mechanically tormenting me, their minds elsewhere. It's like the week before Christmas and they call it the holiday break, you know, all PC and all. Gina answered. It's also our semester break and it's like four weeks long. Katie added. Her voice was strained and I glanced over to see her other hand between her legs, slowly rubbing her terry cloth covered crotch. My eyes began to cross and I was going to let loose a load in my shorts if I didn't somehow distract the girls. Well, why don't you just make a trip home during the break? Be with your families at Christmas. Now these are a couple of pretty bright girls and I'd be very surprised if this subject hadn't been broached long before now. But they spun and looked at me like I was some kind of genius and then began to jump up and down in their seats, titties just a-bouncing as they giggled happily. Without even a second thought I added. And I'll tell you what, I'll buy your airline tickets. That'll be my Christmas present to you. Oh my god! Katie literally screamed as Gina jumped out of her chair and leaned in and kissed me hard, her tongue halfway down my throat. Katie took her turn, pressing her tits against my shoulder as she kissed me excitedly. Meanwhile Gina was still kissing me, working her way down my chest and onto my belly. Still playing tonsil hockey with the little one, my hand now successfully under the leg hole of her tiny shorts and my fingers inching toward her pussy. I felt my zipper being undone and my shorts being pulled toward the floor. I managed to lift my butt enough to help and was rewarded with the feeling of a pair of warm, moist lips wrapped around my cock. I moaned my pleasure into Katie's sweet mouth, only to have my tongue nearly bitten off as my middle finger slipped deep into her hot, wet pussy. She broke our kiss and her eyes fluttered as I worked my finger deeper. Meanwhile, Gina, 
on her knees between my widespread legs, had taken me deep, the tip of my cock slipping into her throat. She gagged slightly and drew up, my cock covered in thick, slippery mucus. My Amazon princess looked up at me, her brown eyes glistening as she stroked my slick stick. Her wanting look was enough to make my cock grow harder yet, and she tightened her grip. Despite Gina's attempt to distract me, I continued to plunder Kate's tight slit. Fuck me. Katie moaned as a second finger invaded her sexy slit. Ah, fucking a. She cried as I crooked my fingers downward and massaged her G-spot. Gina glanced over to see if she could tell what I had done to her petite bedmate, and Kate grabbed Gina's head in both hands and Frenched her best friend as she rocked her hips. Gina's hands never slowed as Kate orally assaulted her, tongue fucking her mouth as they both moaned passionately. I continued to finger fuck the little one as they broke their kiss. Kate turned her head, gripping the arm of my chair beside her and growled at me, fire in her eyes. Keep fucking me, baby. Finger that tight fucking pussy. Fuck, baby. I'm so fucking wet. I hooked my fingers and gathered some of her juices and spread them over her pussy lips and up onto her puckered star. She glared at me as I played at her back door. Put em back. Put your fucking fingers back in my cunt and fuck me. Fuck me till I come all over your fucking fingers. I obliged and now it was three. Her pussy lips spread obscenely as I twisted and sawed my fingers inside her. Distracted, I hadn't noticed Gina had managed to slip out of her shorts and now stood before me, one hand back on my cock and her other between her own legs. Her eyes held mine until she slowly turned her back to me. She bent at the waist, her beautiful ass before me, reached between her legs, grabbed my still hard cock and I watched as she slowly descended until my cock had met her pussy lips. She shuddered as my cock wedged its way between her inner lips, wet and warm. She stalled for a second before continuing her settlement, my cock slowly disappearing from sight until her butt cheeks rested in my lap. I had the one unoccupied hand that I ran up and down her left side, caressing her while Kate was vigorously fucking herself on the other. I turned my attention back to the little one as Gina began a slow cycle, her tight sex shimmying up my pole and then sliding back to the bottom. Kate was breathing hard, her pussy walls wrapped around my fingers as she thrust her hips. Very different sounds of sex echoed through the warehouse. Gina's pussy rode smoothly with only a continuous slurping sound while Katie's wild ministrations offered up varied sounds, sloppy and wet, mixed with various moans and expletives. Yeah, baby. She grunted as she rotated her hips, searching to connect my fingers to her magical spot. I braced my upper arm against the back of the chair as Kate worked her pussy. Oh God, right there, right there, right there. She cried out. I could feel her pussy tighten on my hand and at the same time, Gina's tight tunnel grabbed my cock harder. I looked down to see her firm but cheeks tighten as she came and I felt her juices wash across the head of my cock. Meanwhile Kate's pussy took over her body and she was hanging onto the arm of the chair to keep from collapsing onto the floor. Her inner walls convulsed continuously, most likely helped on by my non-stop tickling of her sensitive G-spot. Enough, enough, Kate panted. I relented and eased up and out slowly. Her essence coated my fingers liberally, nearly dripping. As I was contemplating my next move, Gina ground her ass into my belly and leaned back against my chest. My hand on her side slid up until her left breast was firmly in my hand and as my wet right hand moved in, Gina expertly intercepted and took one finger at a time between her soft lips and cleaned her roommate's juices from my digits. My cock throbbed at the feeling, and she moaned as she sucked, her pussy wall rippling along my length. Retrieving my hand... I latched onto her other tit and tried my best to thrust up into this gorgeous brunette's wanting cunt as I kissed and nibbled at her neck. Gina grunted as she tried to bounce in my lap, 
her pussy sucking on my hard cock, aided by the sensations telegraphed from her nipples that I now had between my fingers and was stretching and squeezing. Meanwhile, we had lost track of little Kate who had ended up a sexy mound of spent, quivering flesh beside the chair. Recovered, she stealthily made her way to our feet and just watched until she had formulated a plan. On her knees before us, Kate picked up one of her bedmate's long legs and kissed her way upwards as far as our seating arrangement allowed. Spreading Gina's leg outward, she managed to drape her long limb over one arm of the chair. Gina shivered as she caught on to her little lover's plan. Moving the other long, toned limb up and over the other chair arm went easier with Gina's assistance. The Amazon was now spread wide, straddling my office chair arms, offering our nasty little roommate a pornographic view of my cock splitting Gina's wet pussy lips buried nearly balls deep inside her hot snatch. I was nearly oblivious to the whole operation until I felt a warm mouth take in one of my balls and then her warm tongue slithering up the base of my cock until it disappeared. Gina's deep moan told where Kate's tongue was now as well as Gina breathlessly uttering. Oh yes, my clit! Lick my clit, baby! Lick it, lick it! My cock lurched at the mental picture I'd drawn of the diminutive Kate on her knees, her long black hair pooling to the floor with her head between her bedmate's long, splayed legs, her tongue and lips playing with our not-so-private parts. Gina, the busted brunette moaned incessantly, still leaning back in my arms, her head thrown back over my shoulder, leaving her throat and ear exposed for the taking. My hands still held station on her impressive tits and Katie's oral assistance nearly had both Gina and I at the ready, but I needed just a little more. I wanted to fuck this beautiful woman, fuck her hard. Thankfully Britt had chosen to buy me a higher-end executive chair that had plenty of room room enough to allow my hands to travel down Gina's long torso and with little effort, I slipped my hands between us until her firm but cheeks rested in my hands. None of my actions were wasted on either Gina or Kate, who continued to torment us from below. Fuck her, Kate whispered before taking one of my balls in her mouth once more. Yeah, fuck me, Gina growled, squirming in my grasp. I glanced down and saw that she had taken up where I left off, her hands squeezing her tits. Slurping sounds drifted up. Kate was surely enjoying Gina's excess as it flowed from within. Fyuk! She moaned loud, her hips rocking. I knew Kate had her clit between her lips once more, and she'd just have to try and keep up as I lifted my lover a couple of inches before dropping her back into my lap once more. Fuck yeah! Gina grunted, her pussy tightening its grip. Fuck me baby, oh fuck, I'm so close! She gasped as I picked her up and thrust my hips up as I brought her back down once more. I felt Kate's frantic tongue trying to keep pace as I set a rhythm. Fuck her, fuck her, fuck her. The little one moaned into our sex. Come for me, baby. I growled into Gina's ear as I plundered her pussy. I felt her juices trickle down my balls as Kate's tiny tongue struggled to keep up. Your pussy feels so fucking good, so tight on my cock. Can you feel Kate licking your juice off us? Can you feel it? Gina grunted in reply as her pussy walls began to contract. Yeah, baby, come for me come all over my cock. I gripped her ass hard, sure I would leave damning fingerprints on her for a week. I felt it in my balls, the trigger pulled back, ready to fire my load. I'm gonna come baby. Now driving her up and down my cock, relentless. Release was my only goal, both hers and mine. Come on Gina, come on my cock, baby, come with me, come on, come on, ah shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I drove deep one last time, my cock buried as I erupted hot cum spewing deep inside her convulsing cunt. Her final climax synced with mine, her own flood unleashed, mingling and mixing with mine. 
her chin dropped to her chest as every ounce of her energy was directed to her pleasure palace. Her pussy walls undulated as she came, milking me for all I had. I pried my hands out of between us and wrapped her in my arms, holding her tight. Down below, Kate was busy trying to squelch the rising tide and I finally had to put my hand on her head and push her away, the sensations too much for Gina and me. The eruptions finally began to subside, only sympathetic responses to one another, her pussy grasping my spent cock, causing it to flex once more, her pussy then countering with another loving embrace. Kate slowly began her trek upwards, kissing whatever body parts were available, until she came to Gina's face. Standing up straight, Kate took Gina's head between her hands and tilted it up until they were looking at each other. Kate's eyes shone bright, excited, and she was probably ready for another round. Gina's eye knew were glazed over, half-closed, but she wore a tired smile. They shared a lingering kiss and then, holding Gina's head to her chest, Kate leaned up and over and gave me a kiss that made my cock jump. Gina moaned and commanded her pussy to reply. We were both completely spent. That was fucking hot. Kate purred as she went back and forth between us, kissing and caressing. Gina began to fidget. I could only imagine that her legs were cramped, suspended as she was, helped only by the now small amount of friction we shared. Here, let me help, Katie said. Dropping back to her knees, the little one gazed at our coupling as Gina and I watched her. We both knew that the horny little vixen at our feet wasn't done yet, and I felt Gina tense, preparing herself for the inevitable, whatever that may be. Kate looked back up at both of us, my chin resting on Gina's shoulder, my arms wrapped around her waist. I was actually behaving. This is so fucking sexy. She purred and then bent down and gave us another long, slow swipe with her tongue, all the way from my empty ball sack to Gina's sensitive clit. Gina shivered in my embrace as Kate looked up once more and gave us a little wink. With cat-like speed she slipped my spent cock out of its warm hiding place and wrapped her lips around her bedmate's gaping pussy. Gina squirmed and moaned as Kate lapped up the creamy goodness that flowed from within. Gina gently pushed at the top of Kate's head, letting her know that as much as she appreciated the thorough cleanup, enough was enough. The little one lifted her head and smiled, her lips wet with us, and then opened her mouth, proudly displaying her take. It was something I'm sure she'd seen in one of the countless porn videos she's watched, but I've never been particularly turned on by the display but when she smiled once more and then swallowed, I'll admit my cock thought it was pretty hot. Next, she whispered and took my cock in her hand and licked it like a mother cat, cleaning up her yum. My cock began to show its appreciation and was half hard when she was satisfied that she was done. They're all done, she declared, gently resting my cock on my leg and reaching out to help Gina finally dismount. I grabbed her by the waist and helped a little until Gina was upright once more on shaky legs. Still holding her hips, I managed to get up out of the chair and Gina turned to face me. Her eyes glistened and she quickly took my mouth with hers and kissed me deeply, her tits flattened on my chest and her crotch nestled into mine. She hugged me tighter as she hooked her chin over my shoulder and whispered softly, I love you so, so much, before pulling back and giving me another soft kiss. Gina quickly turned away and gathered Kate into her arms and orally assaulted the sexy pixie. After a couple minutes of moaning and grinding into each other, they broke their hold. Come on you little perv, I need a shower. Gina giggled and then turned and looked over her shoulder. Gonna join a stud, I think I may need my legs shaved. Oh, me too. Kate jumped up and down, giggling as she took Gina's hand and nearly drug her down the stairs. I just smiled and picked up the bits of stray clothing that were strewn across the floor and made my way downstairs. 
Early evening the showering and leg shaving went pretty smoothly, pardon the pun. My water bill can be astronomical some months as the shower is pretty much a party room as well and my sort of fetish for washing a woman's hair and shaving their legs and privates adds to the time spent in my private little water park. This time around, the whole operation went fairly quick as we were all sexually spent. The girls were dressed in a little more clothing this time and I had my shorts and shirt back on as we worked away in the kitchen, rustling up some dinner. The telltale sound of the big sliding warehouse door indicated that the Brit was home. Good timing. Gina called out as we heard the front door open. Dinner's ready. My true love and partner drug herself into the kitchen, loaded down with books. Still managing a smile, she dropped the books on the island and propped herself up on a stool. Thanks, I'm starving. Can you get me a glass of water, babe? She asked me. No problem. I replied, grabbing a glass and filling it with ice and cold water from the fridge. You look beat, baby, I said, setting the water in front of her and giving her a little side hug, kissing the top of her head. Are you okay? Yeah, she said, followed by draining about half the glass. I'm just beat, she said. This is my long day and I think all my professors got together and decided to pile on the work. I've been reading in the library for the last couple of hours just trying to figure out if I can even begin to complete everything by the end of the semester. I stepped behind her and began to massage her shoulders and neck. God, that feels good. She purred, pulling her long blonde hair over her shoulder to the front so that I had free reign. I'll give you all night to stop that. She moaned as I found a knot and began to work it out. The others were uncommonly quiet as they began plating up dinner, and it dawned on me that it was the first time I'd seen Brit this stressed in all the time we'd been together. Brit was aware of the silence also and spoke when Kate put her plate in front of her. Thanks, sweetie, that smells so good. Both of her girlfriends looked at her with some concern in their eyes and she straightened up and managed a bigger smile. Hey, I'm okay. I just overdid it today and I skipped lunch. She took a big bite with a satisfied groan for effect, followed by finishing the rest of her water. I grabbed the glass and went to refill it, she continued. I think it was just a combination of things, you know, the perfect storm scenario. She took the glass from me and turned with lips pursed. I gave her a kiss and then sat down beside her. It started this morning. She continued. When I teased George here about quitting school because I hated to leave him here each day. I didn't really mean it. Well, not seriously. But then it hit me how much I have taken on this semester. And then I thought about my folks and, well, shit. Wiping away a tear. I guess I'm a little homesick. So when you add it all up, I guess I just, I don't know. I guess I just starting feeling a little overwhelmed with it all. Both Gina and Kate jumped to their feet and hugged their best friend. Hey, we know just how you feel. Gina said. This afternoon when we came home, Katie and I both told George that we were feeling kind of homesick too and guess what? Kate didn't give her time to guess spouting out. Loverboy offered to pay for our plane fare to go home over winter break. She said joyfully. Britt turned to me as another tear rolled down her cheek. I caught it before it fell. And I think you ought to go too. Before another tear could fall, the girls embraced her once more and told her what a good idea it was and they couldn't wait for the semester to be over. Free of the stranglehold, Brit turned back to me. But what about the business? Well, pausing a little. Well, I hadn't really given it a lot of thought. It just sort of came up this afternoon. But it's really just a calendar thing and we aren't booked out that far, are we? No, I guess not. She sighed and I couldn't tell how she was really feeling about the whole thing. So I jumped back in. Now that it has come up, I think that it's important that you guys get back and see your families. I mean, it has been a while. 
We sat silently for a minute while she stewed and her roomies chewed their lower lips waiting to hear what their leader was thinking. Yeah, I suppose you're right. She sighed once more. And I really do miss my mom, so it would be good to get back, but just for a little while. She emphasized and looked back at me with sad eyes. Hey, hey, I said, hugging her to my side. It's not like you're shipping out for a six-month deployment or something. Those few weeks will fly by, you'll see. Yeah, Katie chimed in. How do those military people do that? Ever since I did that shoot for those two women whose men were stationed elsewhere, I don't know. I just don't think I could do it. I mean they found each other and that helped, but I don't know. I don't know either. I answered, anxious to nip this conversation in the bud before too much thinking went on. Everyone is different I suppose, but again, this is a relatively short time we're talking about here and I'll guarantee you that when you get back, you'll wish that you could have spent more time back home. I know you're right, Britt said, but I'm gonna miss you like crazy. This has become home to me. Yeah, Gina agreed, hugging Kate to her side. We'll miss him too, but just think about what'll happen when we get back. All three of them now wore these big mischievous grins. Yeah, that's right, Britt answered looking at me with her blue eyes darkening, a sign of her arousal. You may want to clear your calendar for the week after we get back because you're going to have your hands full with three very horny roommates. The other two giggled as I'm sure their minds went into overdrive thinking about what was to come. Yeah, I laughed. I'll make sure and plan for that, but what we really need to plan for is your trip. It isn't that far off and the sooner we get your tickets, the cheaper it'll be for me. Whoa now, buddy, Britt jumped in. Now it sounds like you're trying to get rid of us. What's going on? Do you have an old girlfriend coming to town and you're trying to get us out of the way? The actress Britt was back on stage and for a minute, I thought she was serious. Yeah, unha, sure, you got me. I answered, rolling my eyes and returning to my dinner. Kate and Gina snickered, enjoying the show. Yup, I figured as much. Britt responded, dropping into some kind of backwoods, hillbilly character. The girls tittered. She rolled her tongue around in her cheek like she was moving her plug of tubacky around. Yes, siri, Bob, I had you figured for one of them playboy types. Sure as shootin', no sooner than we'll be in the air, then you'll have a flock of naked women running around here, doing all kinds of ungodly kinds of things. I just shook my head and looked straight down at my plate, trying not to bust a gut. Gina barely kept it in but poor Kate just couldn't do it and nearly fell off the stool, laughing so hard. Brit never broke stride. Well, Buster, you think you got it all figured out. Well, let me tell you, I've got a few tricks of my own. I glanced at her and raised an eyebrow, cueing her to continue. I'll have my girl Becky keeping an eye on you. She'll make sure you keep your dick in your britches while we're gone. My eyes began to water. It was so hard not to keep from laughing. Uh, Brit. Gina interrupted. And then I'll make. Uh, Brit, hush. She barked at Gina. And then I'll. Hmm. Brit? Gina squeaked once more. What? Britt whirled toward Gina and Kate instinctively ducked. Well, the buxom brunette stuttered before picking up her line like she was Britt's co-star. Ain't leaving that horn dog of a redhead to watch over Loverboy here kinda like leaving the fox to watch the hen house. Her accent really, well it really sucked, but it was so great how she jumped into the role. Now it was time for Britt to try to contain her laughter. Well hell sis. Britt managed to respond. Kate now just sat there wide-eyed, anxious for the play to continue. I guess you're right. I didn't have time to wallow this around. She did nearly kill that traveling sales fella last spring. Near fucked him to death there in the barn. 
I spewed water halfway across the kitchen and Brit was patting me on the back, like that was going to help. As I caught my breath it was silent, and I figured the play was over, the final curtain drawn. But as always, I was wrong. Before anyone else could say a word, our petite pixie, the most unhillbilly one of the bunch broke out in an accent that to this day, I still can't begin to place. Wall, I know just the tang to keep this old rooster out the hen house. We all just looked at her, a little dumbfounded, and not just by the accent. We'll just fuck the living tar out of the old boy till he can't barely walk. He'll be so tuckered out time we leave, well hell, she'd have as much luck getting milk out of his war out pecker as getting a rise out of him. I can't remember the last time I laughed harder, and we all descended on Kate, and laughed, and hugged and tickled her until she was ready to pee her pants. Out of breath and wiping at tears, we finally sat back at the bar. Well, I'm not sure where we were or where the hell to go now, but that was hilarious. I wish I had that on tape. Anyway, I promise to behave myself while you guys are gone. Being the holidays, I doubt that there'll be much work anyway. Most of it should be just before that. I'll probably need a little time off myself too. Hey. Brit nearly popped out of her chair. You could come too. You could come back home with us. The girls all began to laugh and cheer, but I immediately foresaw some issues. Yeah, I don't know. I jumped in, breaking the holiday planning meeting that had erupted. How would we explain, uh, how would we? Drawing a circle in the air to include us all. How would we explain, well, this? That's easy, Brit interjected. i just introduce you as my boyfriend. And when it came up that you all lived with me? Yeah, well, we'd have to be careful and not let the cat out of the bag. She answered with a hopeful look in her eyes. Damn it, I said to myself. Well, let's think about it, but... Anxious to shift topics. Back to that traveling salesman killing redhead. Becky called today and invited us to have Thanksgiving with her and Ginny. I already accepted. If that's okay, Kate and Gina already know about it. Oh, that'll be great. She answered. I hadn't even thought about Thanksgiving and now I'm really looking forward to Christmas. I really hope you'll think about coming with us. Yeah, well, I'll give it some thought, but for now, why don't you finish eating and then I'll give you a nice, long massage. How about that? Running my hand over her shoulder and rubbing her neck. You've got a deal, mister. She purred, leaning her head to rest her cheek on my hand. We finished dinner and the girls chatted about school and I asked if I needed to know anything specific about tomorrow's shoot for the TV people. The always efficient Brit had it all laid out and then Kate chimed in about the big busted weather girl, air, meteorologist. Crystal was to be the last to shoot, and Kate was all excited that she may be home in time to meet the local celebrity. Geez, Katie, Gina asked teasingly. Do you have a bit of a crush on that girl? Well, you'll have to admit, she's pretty damn hot and who wouldn't want to motorboat those big old titties? You know they're fake, right? Gina asked, now a little annoyed. Kate caught on quickly. Yeah, I know. She replied as she stood up and walked behind the seemingly jealous brunette. You know I think you have the best tits in the world. Reaching around and grabbing a handful of each, massaging them through the thin t-shirt. But I'm just curious about how they feel, you know, in case I want to move up a size or two. Gina whirled around and pulled the little one into her lap. Don't you ever think about screwing up the best little set of tits I've ever had the pleasure to play with that you're the perfect size, isn't she, Brit? Yeah, she does have an awesome rack. But maybe we should ask the real authority, babe, who has the best set of tits in the house. She smiled at me devilishly. Oh no. I said as I stood up and began gathering up the dirty dishes. I'm pleading the fifth. The girls laughed as they grabbed the rest of the dinner dishes and we made quick work of cleaning up.
Well, I guess we have some homework to do, Gina said as she put away the last of the glasses. Yeah, I'm way behind on my reading, Kate added. She turned to Brit and gave her a goodnight kiss and then I got mine, plus a little extra, her hand resting on the crotch of my shorts, trying to get a rise out of me again. I gave her sweat on the butt and sent her on her way. Gina followed suit and after our kiss, she hugged me tight and whispered something that did manage to get my cock's attention. I held her a second or two longer before spinning her and giving her a sweat on the ass. She sauntered out of the room with a swagger that would dislocate most people's hips. Brit and I both watched in awe as her butt danced into her room. Brit looked at me suspiciously. She seems especially happy and I noticed the big guy here. Reaching out and giving my cock a squeeze through my shorts. Seems pretty happy too. Are you sure I don't need to worry about you too? I brushed it off by taking her in my arms and kissing her deep. Tongues tangled, hands wandered and pelvises rocked until we were out of breath. Come on, let's get you showered and then I owe you a massage. Brit smiled big and took my hand and dragged me into the bedroom. It was my third shower of the day, but I wasn't going to complain. The next morning I awoke, right where I should be, spooning my lover, boob in hand and morning would tuck nicely between her welcoming butt cheeks. Brit purred comfortably as I hugged her just a little closer, last night rerunning in my somewhat foggy brain. After a fairly uneventful shower, Brit got the massage I had promised her. Smack in the middle of the bed, naked as the day she was born, my lover received my undivided attention. The massage, both therapeutic and sensuous, was just what Brit needed and I could feel her muscles relax and the tension leave her glorious body. Meanwhile, my muscles, well, one in particular, was anything but relaxed as I had her on her back and was admiring the landscape as I continued with my work. Nearly done, I looked up at her face, expecting to see the lust in her eyes, but all I saw was her eyelids. She was asleep, deeply asleep. Giving her a kiss and willing my cock to go to sleep too, I drifted off, not waking until now, and now, I needed to take a leak. I gently pried myself loose with the skill of a surgeon and was standing in front of the throne when a familiar hand snaked around and took my cock away from me. Good morning, she mewed, her warm nakedness snuggled against my backside, her warm lips scattering kisses on my back and shoulders. And good morning to you. Running a hand back until I had a butt cheek well in hand and pulled her tight. Finished, my love gave it the standard three shake and then pulled me backwards. Move it baby, I got a tinkle too. Never losing her hold, she spun, flipped the seat down and plopped her sweet cheeks on the cold plastic seat. We should really get a heated seat. She sighed as she let loose with much more than a tinkle. I'm not sure why I should feel uncomfortable, standing in front of my girlfriend, both of us naked, my cock in her hand while she peed. But I was, and I guess I fidgeted enough to get her attention and she tightened her grip and stroked my cock ever so slightly. My turn to sigh as I looked down, watching her stare at the end of my cock moving slowly within her grip as she finished. Deftly, she switched hands and grabbed the smallest bit of paper off the roll and delicately dabbed and then reached back and flushed. I figured we were through and started to back up and give her room to stand, only to have her grip tighten. Looking up at me with those incredible blue eyes, she reined me in and skipped her tongue over the tip of my now, hard cock. I shivered at the sensation and then froze as she parted her lips, forming the perfect O. She sensed something and asked, Something wrong? Well, I stuttered and then kind of pointed down, and then over toward the sink. What? She asked, the frustration coming through clearly. Uh, well, I just peed, so shouldn't I, well, you know, clean. Brit rolled her eyes and managed to conceal a light grin. She looked at the cock in her hand and lifted it up, 
doing a thorough inspection, and then back at me. Did you manage to slip it up my ass last night without me noticing? No, but... And it's been in bed with us all night, not wandering the halls and getting into who knows what kind of mischief. Yeah, well... Well, she moaned annoyed. I've got to leave early for school, so do you want me to suck your cock or not? I closed my eyes and made like I was giving up, lost the battle. Yeah, well, holy shit. I looked down and the blonde bombshell had taken me deep in the first round. Her tongue played with my balls as I felt the tip of my cock at the back of her throat and she swallowed, essentially jacking me off with the muscles in her throat. I grabbed her head to keep from falling over and before I had time to really enjoy myself, I felt my cock lose the fight, jettisoning copious amounts of cream down my lover's throat. I was lightheaded and she held me tight, humming, her fingers digging into my ass cheeks, until she drained my completely and my internal gyroscope was back online. Slowly she released me, cleaning as she went. So was that okay? Licking her lips before giving my cock a farewell kiss and standing up in front of me. I'd love to have lingered a bit longer, but yeah, that was pretty fucking okay. I pulled her to me and gave her a deep kiss which took longer than the blowjob she just administered. Panting to catch her breath, her blue eyes black with want, the aroma of her arousal in the air, she glared at me and gritted her teeth before turning her back to me. She placed her hands on the wall above the toilet and spread her long legs. Her pussy glistened and her puckered star winked. Fuck me, she growled, looking over her shoulder and then glancing at the small clock on the counter. Fuck me, damn it, fuck me hard. I nodded and stepped up behind her, grabbing her hips and placing the tip of my still hard cock at her door. Her pussy lips flared with excitement, and my cock easily slipped in. Ah, yeah, she moaned, pushing her ass to me, taking my cock to the root. I love this fucking cock. She moaned, rotating her hips until she was satisfied that she had all of me. Come on, baby, fuck that pussy. Rocking her ass up and down. I tightened my grip and went to town, long, deep strokes. Uh, yeah, fuck, fuck, uh, faster, yeah, fuck. She moaned with each stroke of my rigid tool. I shifted my hold, grabbing her ass tighter and spread her cheeks. Her asshole pulsed with each thrust of my cock. Gathering up a generous amount of saliva, I leaned slightly and aimed for her pink target. Ah, Christ! She moaned when she felt the deposit land perfectly, and she looked over her shoulder at me once more, daring and pleading with one look. Our eyes never parted, my cock never slowed, as I introduced my thumb to her ass. Britt gritted her teeth, and her pussy tightened as my thumb sank into the confines of her hot ass. I slowly stroked my cock and thumb in parallel, and her body shook as her first orgasm rolled through her. Britt moaned loud as she pushed the top of her blonde head against the wall and braced herself, her body tight as a fiddle string. Fuck me, baby. Moaning. Fuck my pussy. Fuck my ass. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck, fuck, fuck. She cried, her climax taking control. I never slowed, my thumb and cock driving my lover to the brink. Like the crack of a whip, the big one struck. Her ass clamped down on my thumb while the walls of her pulsing puss rippled down my length, drawing me as deep as possible. Her juices washed over my cock as she groaned until she felt my cock give it up one last time, spewing forth what little it held in reserve. I grabbed her hips tighter and hung on until we both returned to some stage of normalcy. I looked down as I slowly left the comfort of her warm sex, my cock wet with her love. Britt moaned, feeling empty, her tired ass gaping slightly. I pulled her upright and hugged her from behind, kissing her neck and nibbling at her ear. Damn it, I really need to go. She complained, turning and taking my lips once more. 
We held each other for a couple more minutes before giving in to the inevitable. We stood before our separate sinks and snuck peeks at each other in the mirror, snickering as we cleaned up and brushed our teeth. Well, I guess you can get a couple more hours sleep if you want, she said as she rummaged around for the day's apparel. Just remember that you have those four shoots to do today for those news people. Your first is the older guy at nine, his co-anchor at ten, that annoying sports clown at eleven and the weather girl couldn't get here until one, so I guess you get a long lunch. She was nearly dressed and looked hot in her tight jeans and one of the western-type blouses from our ranch shoot. She sorted through her seemingly unending collection of footwear before opting for a pair of red boots that she slipped over the legs of her jeans. You look hot, baby. I said, still naked as I sat on the edge of the bed. She smiled as she did a small turn and checked herself out in the full-length mirror. Thanks, babe, she said as she sauntered over and leaned down to give me a parting kiss. Looking down at my lap, she sighed. I really think I should just quit school. Reaching for me. I intercepted her and held her hand to the my cheek, kissing her wrist. I'd never get anything done if you were here all day distracting me, so get your sweet butt out of here and let me get a couple more hours of sleep. With that, I turned her and gave her a playful slap on the ass, and she giggled her way out of the door, and I crawled back under the sheets. 9 a.m. right on time, a black Mercedes cautiously rolled through the big door of the warehouse-slash-studio. I'd just come down the stairs from the office and waved him in toward the backdrop that we'd be using today. Good thing your girl described your setup here when she gave me the address or I'd have bet I was in the wrong spot, he said as he stepped out of his luxury car. Barry, he introduced himself extending his hand. George, good to meet you, I replied. Barry did a quick 180 of the building. Interesting place you've got here. Thanks, I replied as I gestured toward the background. It's still a work in progress. I actually live here, nodding toward the far corner. I have some friends who run their online store from there, nodding toward another corner. The rest is dedicated to the photo business. Well, you certainly have room to grow, he remarked. So, you and our art director have it all figured out? Yeah. Not sure what he knew or if he even cared. Basically, the idea is to take a number of shots of you against the neutral background and then we'll layer whatever backgrounds they want. It'll look like you're at these various locations, but we'll just photographically transport you wherever you need to be. Kind of like Star Trek. He smirked. Wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah, really? Well, if you're ready? Oh, and did you bring a couple of different shirts or jackets? We're just doing portrait-type shots, from the waist up. Got it covered, he replied, nodding toward his car. Will this do for the first round? Gesturing to himself. Perfect, I replied. The real work takes place on the computer later on. The shoot went quickly. Barry was a pro having spent untold hours in front of a camera doing the evening news and he was out the door 35 minutes after he'd arrived. I was scrolling through the shots that had been wirelessly transferred to the laptop when another Mercedes... This one bright red, crept into the cavernous building. I guess I need to think about signage or something. I said to myself, out loud again, shaking my head as I waved my next client in. I could see the relief on her face when she saw the background and the lights. I wasn't sure I was in the right place, said the pretty brunette as she stepped out of her car. Yes, sorry, I was just thinking that I need to think about better signage. I'm George, by the way, extending my hand. Margot she said, taking my hand. Very nice to meet you. An accent I didn't hear when I watched her on the news caught my attention. Likewise, and not to sound corny, but I am a fan. I watch your newscasts whenever I get the chance, I said somewhat sheepishly. Well, thank you, 
she said with a slight blush to go with her beautiful smile. I have to admit, I am a fan of yours also. I checked you out. The blush deepening as she backpedaled. I mean I went to your website, and you do some beautiful work. Well, thank you very much. Nodding in appreciation. I assume that you know what we're doing as far as the shooting goes. Just doing some portrait shots and then layering them into backgrounds. Yes. She said as she reached into the back seat and pulled out a few hangers with various blouses and such. And I'm looking forward to your making me beautiful. She winked as she hip-checked her door closed. That's not going to be a tough feat to pull off. I said, feeling comfortable with her almost instantly, returning the wink. Well, thanks for that. She said as she quickly picked up on the rolling clothes rack next to the folding screen which served as a changing area. You've obviously never been subjected to the merciless honesty of high-definition television. There are no ways to hide your shortcomings at 1080p. She chortled as she hung up her clothes. Trust me, she said, turning back to face me. It's not a good morning to be around me when I wake up to find a zit on the end of my nose. She wrinkled that cute nose and then broke out in a sultry kind of laugh. Okay then, I said, clearing my throat and turning from her stare so that I could get my bearings back. It kind of felt like she was flirting, but if she was, it was deceptively subtle and I was now on guard. Let's start with what you have on now and we'll get through this pretty quickly. She gave me a knowing look and then a very discreet wink, I think, and without coaching, took her place before the background and posed like a pro. We made small talk as we went, most of it directed by her, regarding me and my fledgling business. When it was time for a different look, Margot never bothered with the aptly named modesty screen because evidently, she didn't have any. With her back to me, she would slip off whatever top she was wearing, never dropping the conversation and allow me plenty of time to ogle her finely sculpted back. Narrow at the waist and properly proportioned shoulder width, it was an enviable back. Her bra, the bit I could see from behind, was nearly the color of her skin, almost invisible from this angle. With each change, she seemed to have one or two additional buttons to secure after she turned back my way, giving me a progressive tease as to what was hidden beneath those lacy cups. Her side profile promised something fairly substantial. During our chatting, I did learn that she was of Norwegian descent, explaining the bit of accent that she was surprised that I had picked up on. I was admittedly disappointed when we were done with the shoot and Margot sauntered sexily to the rack one last time. She removed her last change and then reached back and expertly popped the clasp on her brow with a single hand. Slipping it over the rack, she paused to, none too covertly, massage her breasts, now free from restraint. She let out a barely audible moan, followed by a whispered giggle before fetching a spaghetti strap top from the rack and slowly pulled it over her head, wiggling her slacks-covered hips as she began to work her arms through. With intentional precision, she turned just in time to flash me a bit of underboob and then paused long enough for me to check out her flat tummy, adorned with a cute belly button and a tease of a bit of tattoo that peeked out beyond the waistband of her slacks. There was a deafening quiet as I blatantly stared, denied any more tattoo viewing, now zeroed in on her erect nipples that struggled to tear the satin-like fabric holding them back. Just as our eyes met, a screeching of rubber broke the silence, and a lifted four-wheel-drive truck skidded into the warehouse. Dritsek! Margot groaned loudly. I later learned her annoyed utterance translated to asshole in Norwegian. I turned to look at the intruder and then back to Margot. Dick! She grumbled. Our accurately named sports! Expert! Throwing her own version of air quotes. Gathering her clothes, she continued her mini-tirade, denied whatever may have happened. Figures it would be Dick, she said with exasperation. That man has got to be the most annoying, 
obnoxious person on earth. Never a fan of his sports reporting before, I was certainly less of one now. Not that I thought anything would come of our flirting, but a guy can dream, can't he? I stepped over to the rack to help her with her clothes and with our back to our intruder. Margot leaned into me and whispered, I may want to talk to you about some more, how shall I put it, some more intimate pictures. Is that something you would be interested in? Uh, yeah. I stuttered, fumbling with the clothes on the rack. I'd be more than happy to do something, uh, I mean we'll gladly do whatever you want, uh, well, you know what I mean. My face now surely a deep shade of red. Yes, she said in a sultry tone. I think we're on the same wavelength, so. Turning and walking toward her car. I'll give you a call sometime soon? Yes, that will be fine. I look forward to it. I managed without stumbling. I waited while she leaned into her back seat, admiring the view and then handed her the rest. Graciously taking her time, she straightened back up and closed the rear door and opened the driver door and gracefully slid in behind the wheel. I closed the door behind her and she rolled the window down, handing me a business card. Here's all my info, she said. I'd appreciate it if you could send me a couple of today's shots, the ones you like best. Oh, and on the back is my cell number. I don't give that to just anyone, she said with a sexy smile. Well, I'm honored and I'll definitely send you a couple proofs. The big oaf of a sportscaster fumbled out of his truck and was rummaging around in the back seat, making a racket as Margot tugged on the front of my shirt and pulled me down to the open window and planted a quick kiss on my lips before she started the car, giving me a quick wink as she pulled a U-turn headed for the exit. Thankfully, Dick's shoot was a quick one as the big, sloppy guy only brought three shirts, probably the only three he owned. He never stopped talking and I didn't hear a word as Margot played with my brain. Operating on cruise control, I had the blustering buffoon heaving himself back into his testosterone-fueled monster truck and out the door in record time. As his taillights cleared the doorway, I glanced at my watch and had a near-panic attack and I raced to the laptop. There's no way! I chastised myself out loud, sure that there was no way in hell that I had taken enough shots of jock wannabe for the job that I breathed a heavy sigh of relief as I scrolled through a decent amount of shots in varying poses and even given the limits in the wardrobe department. I was happy with the way they turned out. Around 12.30 in the afternoon I made a quick sandwich for lunch and was at my desk going over this morning's shots when a familiar engine noise filled the building. Kate was home. I looked at the time on my phone and noted that it was still a half hour before my next appointment, the well-endowed weather girl, oh yeah, excuse me, meteorologist, was to arrive. I just shook my head, not surprised that Katie had snuck out early to get a chance to meet the minor celebrity. Hey, I yelled down from the office. I didn't expect you till later. Giving her a knowing scowl. Yeah. She giggled, not trying at all to hide her excitement. My last class was canceled. The teacher was sick or something. Cool, huh? Yeah, cool. Shaking my head in mock disbelief. So you have homework to do? Nah, I'm caught up. As she hip-checked her car, her arms full of books. I'm gonna put these inside. Do you need anything? No, I'm good. Okie dokie, I'll be up in a minute. She chirped happily as she skipped to the front door. In a flash she was bounding up the stairs, having changed into a tight tank top and a pair of short shorts. Flip-flops adorned her sexy little feet as she flopped down in the chair beside me. Whatcha working on? Just looking over the shots from this morning, you know, the news people. I said. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Has what's her name? Um, Crystal, has she been here yet? She asked. Her acting abilities pale in comparison to Brit's, but I'll give her credit for trying. 
Yeah, Unha forgot. Well, no, Crystal has not been here yet. As you well know, she's scheduled for one o'clock. I replied, giving her the look. You know the look that says nice try. Yeah, okay. She giggled. I remember what time she's supposed to be here, but my class really was canceled. Here, if you don't believe me, I can show you the text he sent out to the class. Hey, waving off her offered cell phone. You're a big girl and I'm not your father. You don't have to defend yourself to me. I went back to editing pictures, figuring I had had the last word. But daddy, she whispered in my ear, now standing beside me, rubbing up against me, her tongue playing in my ear. I'd never do anything to disappoint you, daddy. Her hot breath on my neck, one hand in my hair, the other slithering down toward my lap. I just want to please my daddy. Don't I make you happy, daddy? Her hand was how resting on my waking third leg when the high-pitched whine of a Porsche filled the building. Startled by the near-ear-piercing sound echoing through the building, I stood and we both looked out over the short wall that made up the office. The German hot rod screeched to a halt next to the photo background and we watched as the diminutive, top-heavy blonde emerged. Her hair was short. I think they call it a pixie cut and her profile left no doubt that she was sporting a generous amount of, rumor has it, surgically enhanced boobage. The rest of her was trim and from our vantage point, I guessed her to be all of five feet tall. Crystal turned our way, looking out, not up and Kate gasped. Shit, look at those tits. I was indeed looking at those tits. You really didn't have much choice not to. Encased in a form-fitting corset top, the black and red get-up barely contained her impressive rack. While I pondered how she kept from tipping over, she zeroed in on Kate's proclamation on the majesty of our visitor's assets. Crystal, you found us? I shouted down, searching for my professionalism. We'll be right down. I blocked Kate's descent as she was likely to fly down the stairs and throw herself at the buxom blonde like an excited puppy. At the bottom of the stairs, I managed to slip my hand into her back pocket, forcing her to heal as we made our way to the set. Hi, I'm George, I said, extending my hand, nice and warm from Katie's firm bottom. Crystal, she replied, taking my hand and shaking with a surprisingly firm grip. And this is Kate. I said, proud that I had remembered my manners and introduced the anxious one. It's so cool to meet you. Kate bubbled, giving Crystal's offered hand a quick shake before wrapping her in a tight hug. Crystal looked over the little one's shoulder at me with a combination look of wonder, mixed with a touch of fear. I just shook my head, a sign of disbelief and wonder on my part, and something I've noticed I've doing much more of here lately. Anyway, managing to pry Katie off our client. Welcome to Red Brick Photography. I said. Thanks. Crystal replied, tugging her top back upwards. Not a task done easily, much less gracefully. She caught both of us watching and she just smiled as she continued to tug on the lace-trimmed edge. This damn corset is a real pain, but it makes the girls look good. Thrusting her tits out, I guess for our approval. I can't argue with that. I muttered, surely turning a little pink in the cheeks. Well, I think they're sexy as hell. Kate blustered. I sometimes wish mine were bigger, she said, arching her back, thrusting her bees toward the blonde weather girl. Sorry, meteorologist. Crystal eyed the little one's perky bees just long enough to make me uncomfortable, but long enough to get Katie's attention, her nipples now poking at the tight top. Now it was Crystal's turn to blush slightly. Well, I think yours are, well, cute, air, just right, she stumbled. I took pity and rescued her. Well, Crystal, let's get started. Did you bring a change of tops with you? Yes, sir, she answered, turning back to her car, thankful for the save. Kate was right at her side, ready to give her a hand and I'm sure, 
hopeful to get another look as the blonde wrangled her clothes out of the back seat of the Porsche. Turning to hand Kate a couple hangers, Crystal looked beyond her helper and squinted. Hey, the sign over there, pointing toward the far corner of the building. Isn't that the name of the swimwear store that was on the boulevard? Kate turned and looked at the large banner sign that we had hung above the girls' storage and shipping room that I had built for them earlier. The banner had only been used for a while until a permanent sign was mounted on their old store. Yeah, that's ours, she said with a big grin. We closed the store and now we're just on the internet. I quickly interjected. By ours, she means hers and her friend Gina's. It's theirs, I just provide the space for them. Well, that's nice, Crystal replied as she closed the car door and turned back to Kate. It's funny because I went by your store a couple weeks ago to do some shopping and I was really disappointed to see it was closed. A girlfriend told me about your place and said you had some nice suits and you were very helpful when she was there. I'm going on vacation to New Zealand in a few weeks and I wanted to get a couple new suits. I never thought to look for you online because I never have any luck getting the right size, you know. Glancing down at her own cleavage. Kate giggled and took the rest of the young blonde's clothes and led her to the clothes rack. Well, now you don't have to worry about it. Since you're here, we can see if we have something you like, after the shoot that is, if you have enough time. Hanging the clothes up. That would be great. Crystal said happily and then it was her turn to catch Kate of guard, giving her a big thank you hug and I think I saw the weather. Shit, meteorologists give her a quick kiss on the cheek. Just as quickly, Crystal turned to the rack to pick out a top. I don't think the station wants me to wear this in the ads. She giggled, making her selection and scooting behind the changing screen. Katie turned and looked at me wearing a big smile, her cheeks flushed. Just as she was about to say something, our client yelled from behind the screen. Here, Kate, catch! The little one spun on her heels just in time to see the satin corset come flying over the top of the screen. Kate reached up and made a catch that was NFL-worthy. Catching it well over her head, she brought it down, and her sensitive nose called her to take a quick sniff, her face disappearing within the generous cup. Sheepishly, she drew it downward, looking up, hoping I didn't catch her pervy act. She smiled, realizing she'd been caught, and then drew the garment down further, holding it in front of herself and then glancing down and frowning at all the open space between her own breasts and the inside of the corset. Thankfully, before either of us could comment, Crystal stepped out from behind the screen in a nice button-down top. Not that it mattered, as we were only shooting from the waist up, but a skin-tight pair of denim leggings with a pair of four-inch red high heels made up the rest of her outfit. I set up the first shot and explained what the process was and from then on, I don't think I had to say another word. Kate took over setting the poses, straightening up Crystal's clothes, whether they needed it or not, and then only glanced over at me to see if I had enough shots before getting the next one set. They chattered away, pretty much ignoring me and we were soon finished. Come on, my little one said, grabbing Crystal's hand. Let's go see if we can't pick find just the perfect thing for your trip. They skipped across the warehouse, hand in hand like a couple of grade school girlfriends. I turned off the lights, gathered up my cameras and computer, and trudged back upstairs to see how the shoot looked. For the next hour or so I listened to the talk and laughter that projected out of the pseudo-bikini store. Occasionally there were long stretches of silence, and my mind conjured up some pretty hot scenarios. Concentrating on the computer screen, I heard the female tittering grow in volume until Kate yelled from downstairs. Hey George, can I show Crystal inside? Assuming she meant inside the house. Sure, I said, getting up and looking over the wall. It's your house too. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you didn't leave anything embarrassing out for us to see. 
She giggled as she led her new friend by the hand and in the front door. I sat back down and soon heard the water running at the far end of the building, the telltale sound of the shower being used. I could faintly hear the squeals of delight that little kids make while playing in the sprinklers. Soon I heard them emerge from the house and make their way upstairs to the office. And this is the office and a smaller set, pointing to the rolls of backdrops suspended from the rafters and then to the bed and standard shower that took up the other end of the loft. Crystal took it all in, pausing a bit at the bedroom set, and then looked from Kate to me. I couldn't quite read her mind, but I could imagine the questions that ran around up there. Kate responded by giggling and then sprinting over to the bed, vaulting herself to the middle before getting back up on her knees and wrapping herself around one of the canopy posts. This is where George took my first photos. She continued to laugh as she struck a couple of goofy but sexy poses. Crystal laughed at Kate's antics and turned to me and said, Pretty sweet setup you have here. Looking out into the great expanse of the warehouse and then back at Kate who continued to pole dance on the bed. House and workplace under the same roof and three sexy resident models and roommates. All a guy should really ever need. She said with a knowing smile. I'm not about to complain. I replied turning back to the computer. So do you want to see your shots? As I sat back down in the chair and bellied up to the desk. Sure. She said. I've got a couple minutes before I have to head to the studio. I had my hand on the mouse as she came up behind me and looked over my shoulder. Her generous tits pressed up against the back of my shoulder. Katie quickly took post on the other side and they kibitzed as I scrolled through the frames. Not to toot my own horn, the buxom blonde said as I reached the end of the shoot. But I think I look pretty good in those, she said in a sultry tone. Yeah, Katie chimed in. The only Photoshop work needed on those is the background. Ending with a giggle. Crystal nodded, blushing from the compliment. You know, I never end up with any good vacation pictures. Maybe I'll just shoot some scenery and beach pictures when I'm in New Zealand and then I'll come back here and have you take pictures of me in my sexy new bikinis. Winking at Kate. And then we can shop me into my backgrounds. Oh, and I'll have a nice tan by the end of the trip so that'll work out perfect. She paused and then turned back to me, batting her eyes. So do you think that'll work? That'll be a new one. I said. And if you want, you could always take a side trip, you know. We have access to a lot of stock shots. We could put you in front of the Sphinx or maybe the Taj Mahal. Crystal laughed. That would be funny, but I don't think anyone would believe I had the nerve to wear a G-string in front of the Taj Mahal. Kate laughed along with her and I just chuckled, my mind conjuring images of the well-endowed blonde in some of the suits the girls had worn for some of our shoots. I was suddenly all in on the faux vacation pics. Well, I need to go, Crystal said looking at her iPhone. I suddenly felt a little older. I still wore a wristwatch while everyone else relied on their phone for the time. Before I could respond, Crystal stretched up and gave me a quick hug and a peck on the cheek. Thanks for the great pictures, she said and then turned to Kate and they embraced. I could have gotten to 10 Mississippi before they released each other. Thanks again for the personalized service, Crystal said, causing the little one to blush and giggle nervously. You know it was my pleasure, Katie replied as she led her to the top of the stairs. Call me if you need anything else or if you just want to get together sometime. I could hear a bit of nervousness in her voice. Definitely. The bob blonde answered as she started down the stairs. Getting to the bottom she turned and looked back upward. We'll have to get together for lunch or something some weekend and I want to meet your other roommates. She said as she glanced over at me and gave a little wink. Kate and I stood against the railing slash wall and watched as Crystal made her way out of the warehouse. The little one sighed as she watched the big sliding door close.
Alone in the cavernous brick building, she sighed once more and leaned against me. She is really nice. I'm glad I got to meet her. And holy S-H-I-T, you should have seen her boobs. Katie's screaming squeal of delight caught me completely off guard and I damn near fell over the railing wall to the floor below. I clutched at my chest, my version of Fred Sanford preparing to meet up with his widow in the great beyond, a reference completely wasted on Kate who continued to squeal and bounce up and down. Geez, Kate, it's not like you haven't seen your share of tits. I proclaimed, still breathing hard. Yeah, but George, she said, still bouncing up and down on the balls of her feet. They are perfect. I mean, they are big, oh so big, and round and oh oh, her nipples are this pretty pink. It was all I could do not to just grab one and suck on it. I had to laugh a little as she closed her eyes and licked her lips, thinking about suckling on the weather girl's tits. So she's got a nice rack. I kidded. Big boobs aren't everything, you know. Her eyes opened and she smiled big before stepping up to me and planting a big kiss on me. I know, she said, stepping back enough to put a hand under each of her titties and give them a little lift and shake. I'm glad you like them and Gina and Britt seem to like them too, but sometimes I wish they were a little bigger. She pouted. Hey, I said, putting my arm around her waist and pulling her in tight to my side and kissing the top of her head. For what it's worth, I think you're perfect. She pulled herself in tighter and my hand found its way around her tiny frame and I palmed her breast and gave it a loving squeeze. These are perfect too. She purred in my embrace, her head rubbing my chest like a cat marking her territory. I wish you could have felt them too. She whispered contentedly. My caressing fingers stalled. She let you feel her tits? She continued to purr, putting her hand over mine and squeezing it, not wanting me to stop my petting. Yeah, we were trying on different tops and bottoms, and she caught me staring and asked me if I wanted to feel them. I must have emitted a soft moan, and she tittered and shifted, rubbing her side against mine, so cat-like. I don't think I answered. She continued. She just stood there with her arms out to her side, kind of inviting me in, so in I went. I mean, I really wanted to just bury my face between her tits and motorboat her, but I didn't. I behaved myself and pretended I was a doctor or something. She talked about the surgery and how much bigger she was now, all while I took each tit in my hands and inspected it, lifting them up and all, like a real doctor. Katie paused to wiggle around some more, eliciting a deep moan as I teased her erect nipple though her top. Her other hand had found its way down my front, and she hugged my hard cock through my shorts. Anyway, she shuddered as I lightly pinched her erect nipple. Crystal just kept talking like nothing was weird about a stranger playing with her tits, and I just kept checking them out, and I could actually see her nipples get harder the more I played doctor. She let her narrative pause, and we moaned in concert as I played with her aroused nipple, and she teased my heart on. Anyway, she continued, fluster in her voice. I brought the mammary exam to a quick halt when I accidentally ran a finger over both nipples at the same time. Crystal jumped and squealed and then we just stood there for a minute and stared at each other. I still had her tits in my hands and we both blushed and I quickly let her go and we stumbled around trying on a couple more things until we had put three outfits together for her. My cock throbbed under her touch as I waited, anticipated, where we were headed with the story. Finally. So did she say anything about, did you go any farther? What a perv I am. I thought to myself, still manipulating the little one's breast. N N N. She stuttered. Her helping hand had left mine to its own devices and had found its way into her shorts. I was pretty sure that a couple of fingers danced around her troubled clit. We were pretty, uh, ca, uh, quiet. She shivered. My cock shuddered too and I had had enough of this fooling around over the clothes thing. 
I pulled the waistband of my shorts outward and she quickly caught on, her hand now firmly gripping my hot flesh. Showing admirable coordination, she slowly stroked my cock, diddled her clit, and continued the narrative. We were about done, and she stripped off the last top and bottoms and handed them to me, and she caught me again, staring at her pussy. My little storyteller paused once again and I glanced down at her face. Her eyes were shut tight and she was chewing on her lower lip and the front of her shorts looked like the cat was trying to get out. I quickly abandoned my post and slipped my hand easily under her top and reacquired her tormented tit. Her body shook as I pinched her nipple. Meanwhile I had grabbed her wrist and stopped her from soiling the inside of my shorts. I had better places in mind. Kate was breathing hard and she continued to lean into me as she recomposed herself. Finally she let out a deep breath. Where was I? Looking up at me, her eyes glistening. She gave my cock a reaffirming squeeze. Oh yeah, after she gave me the suit she turned her back to me and bent over to pick up something. George, she said with a raspy voice, now steadily stroking my cock. She has the perfect ass and pausing and taking her pussy juice covered fingers into her mouth. Oh god baby, she spread her legs a little and I was looking at the prettiest pink asshole, and she has gold ring. Baby, a little fucking gold ring on her pussy lips. My cock throbbed at the picture she had painted and we both came to the same conclusion. Fuck this. I declared, my one hand off the tit and stripping the blouse off over her head. Fuck me. She moaned as she turned and jerked my shorts to the floor. I grabbed her by the ass and pulled her up and kissed her hard. Our tongues dueled, our lips gnashed, trying to devour one another. Enough of this, my cock told my brain and I pushed Katie loose and spun her around. Grabbing the tiny shorts at the waist, I roughly pulled them down over her pert ass and she kicked them free when they hit the floor. I gave her a quick slap on the ass, causing her to squeal and gently pushed on the middle of her back. Quick to catch on, she leaned over, grabbing the top of the railing, looked out into the vastness of the warehouse and shouted to the world. Fuck me, baby. Her command echoed through the building and I had no option but to comply. One hand on her hip, the other on my cock, I zeroed in on my target. Her pussy lips shined, soaked with her essence, blooming with desire. With ease I slipped inside, her pussy welcoming me, hugging me, drawing me inward until my lower belly met her sweet ass. So fucking big. She moaned as I held station, letting her feel my presence, every thick inch of it. Oh baby. She moaned as I slowly withdrew and eased in once more. So good baby. She moaned. I love your cock and my pussy, so fucking big in my little pussy, ah jeez, so fucking good baby, fuck that pussy, fuck that fucking pussy. She pushed back as I pushed forward, forward when I backed. Oh so good. She moaned. Fuck me, oh yeah, fuck me, oh fuck, the ring, the fucking ring, fuck baby, I wanna see your big cock, that ring rubbing against your big, wet cock, oh god. I could feel her pussy tighten, my mind fucking a tight young cunt. Her pierced pussy lips spread around my bulging cock, gold rings tickling, dripping her juices as I fucked her hard. Her cries snapped me back to reality. Coming, coming baby, fuck, 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 h-h-h-h-h-h. Her cries reverberated throughout the building as her orgasm took control and I held her hips tight and continued to plow her pulsating pussy until I couldn't hold back. Katie, I moaned in warning. Gimme, she mumbled as she hung onto the wall. Come baby, gimme that stuff, fill me. Come on, baby. Come on, cute. And then silence as I pulled her ass tight me and erupted inside her. Katie's tight little pussy responded once more, the walls of her pussy rippling along my length, milking me as another orgasm took her. 
My hips bucked, my legs weakened as I emptied all I had deep inside my little lover. Baby, I moaned as I leaned over her petite frame, letting her bear part of my weight, running my hands along her sides. She jumped, her pussy choking my cock as I grabbed her breasts with both hands. Perfect. I mumbled, kissing her sweat-soaked back before wrapping her up and collapsing on the floor. My cock was still languishing inside her wet, warm pussy as we spooned on the floor, enjoying the coolness of the linoleum. My face was buried in her long, black hair, but it didn't keep me from burrowing in to find her neck which I nibbled lovingly. She was purring again, occasionally giving my cock a little hug. You know, she said softly, just before she drifted off to sleep. I think I'm going to get my pussy pierced. My cock gave up one last vote in the affirmative, and then I joined the sexy little one in dreamland. Continue in the next part.